Good day, world. Good day, good day, good day. Welcome back to my podcast, History Today with Anik. Thank you for tuning in. If you're old, thank you for coming back. If you're new, you're welcome. I hope you enjoyed this as much as I'm going to enjoy recording it. Now, the first bit of history I have for you today is about Timothy Thomas Fortune, who was an African-American born into slavery in 1856 to slave parents, yeah, in Florida. Now, today is his birth anniversary, and that's why he's coming up. He was an orator, he was an author, a journalist, a publisher, and a civil rights leader. He is popularly known for starting the New York Freeman newspaper in New York in 1884. This newspaper, which was later changed to the New York Age, was the America's leading black newspaper. Now, he moved to New York in 1879, where he fully launched his 50-year career in journalism and civil rights activities. In the late 1880s, Thomas was considered the greatest black newspaper writer in America. In 1980, He co-founded the Militant National Afro-American League to right the wrongs against African-Americans who had been authorized by law and and sanctioned or tolerated by public opinion. Now, the league collapsed four years later and was revived into the National Afro-American Council in 1898. Thomas was closely associated with Booker T. Washington, who was also a dominant leader in the Afro-American community. He even edited Booker's first autobiography, titled The Story of My Life and Work. Now, Thomas was a leading economist in the black community and was involved in and with a number of early civil rights organizations. Thomas was also the leading advocate of using Afro-American to identify his people. According to him, they were Africans in origin and Americans by birth. And so they reject the have been Afro-American, like being called Afro-American was like the only reasonable title as against Negro and colored. He died in 1928 at the age of 71 in Philadelphia. Now, the second bit of history I have for you today is from 1867 about Elias Howe, whose death anniversary is today. He was an inventor and he is known as the inventor of the modern day lock stitch sewing machine. Yep, his machine contained the three essential features common to most modern sewing machines today namely, a needle with eye at the point, a shuttle operating beneath the clothes to form the lock stitch and an automatic feed amazing right yeah i'm amazed too now the last but not the least is about a man by the name oj simpson actually there's like two things uh yeah two things two october three historic things that are related to him yeah now his full name was orenthal james simpson and he was a professional football player known for his speed such that he was inducted in the pro football hall of fame in 1985 he retired in 1979 and afterwards became a film and tv actor he was also a sports commentator his wife nicole simpson who was formerly Nicole Brown, filed for a divorce in 1992. 
and in 1994 she was found stabbed and slashed to death alongside her friend Ron Goldman in front of her home. Now, on the 17th of June, after the police had gathered enough evidence to charge him, he was arrested and charged with two murders. He pleaded not guilty, even though he made the police chase him for about two hours before he finally gave up and all evidence pointed to him, all evidence pointed to him, which included traces of his blood found at the crime scene. Now, Simpson hired a team of prominent lawyers to handle his defense, and on the 3rd of October in 1995, he was found not guilty of the murder charges by the jury. His trial is said to be the longest ever in California, and it was nationally televised, which soon made it the focus of the media. Now, in 1997, another civil trial decision found him responsible for the murders and ordered him to pay $33.5 million to the family in damages. Yep. <laughs> now, interestingly and ironically, he later collaborated with Pablo Fenjus, who believed he was guilty of the murder, to write the book, If I Did It in which Simpsons gave an hypothesis about how he would have committed the murders if he was indeed guilty. <laughs> Just imagine. Now, the book, the book was supposed to be published, sorry, the initial publication of the book was supposed to be in 2006, but as a result of public outrage, this was prevented. And not until 2007 was the book released. In that same year, Simpsons was arrested and charged with a number of crimes, which included armed robbery and kidnapping. And on the 3rd of October, yeah, in 2008, he was sentenced to prison, a minimum with a mini minimum of nine years and maximum of 33 years prison term. Hmm. Now, on the 1st of October in 2017, he was released on parole. Like, damn, <laughs> he's known for being elusive, he's known for being tricky, among other things. He's still alive, 74 years old, and yeah, if you're curious, you can check him out. His name is O.J. Simpsons. He was also known as Juice because he was very fast, and some called him Orange Juice because his initials are O.J., yeah. <laughs> That's all the history I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you come back tomorrow because, yeah, October 4. Um, take care of yourself and enjoy the rest of your day. God bless you all. I love you. Mwah!